0: Okay, I think we'll go ahead and get started. Um, Good evening and welcome to the virtual public listening session for Loudoun County's Transit and Commuter Services uh, Transit Strategic Plan and Commuter Assistance Program Strategic Plan. My name is Penny Newquist and I am the Assistant Director for Transportation Services in the Department of Transportation and Capital Infrastructure, also known as DTCI. DTCI's transit and commuter services division has begun a process to gather public input on Loudoun County's future transit and commuter needs. The process required by the Virginia Department of Rail and Public Transportation, or DRPT, began this fall and will last approximately 14 months. At the end of the public input process, the team will present a transit strategic plan, and a commuter assistance program strategic plan to the board of supervisors for adoption next fall. More information about these plans will be provided during these presenta- the presentation this evening. The outcomes from this process may lead to revised transit or commuter program performance metrics, innovative means to serve the mobility needs for the people of the community in Loudoun County, initiatives for further study or transportation policy recommendations. Our team has already conducted three pop-up events in November across Loudoun County. We are now conducting three in-person listening workshops, with one conducted conducted last night and tonight's meeting is a virtual session. In addition to the public's input during the pop-up events and these public listening sessions, we are asking transit riders and non-riders to complete a survey about their transportation experiences to assist us in prioritizing the county's transit and commuter service needs. And the survey link is available online at loudon.gov slash transit strategic plans. And now I'm gonna turn over the discussion to Sarah Kleckner who is our project manager for this entire project.
1: Hi. Thank you, Penny. We have several objectives for tonight's listening session. First, we'll present a project introduction with background on these strategic plans and the overall purpose, along with existing information about Loudoun County's transit and commuter services programs. Our goal is to gather feedback from you through a few polling questions after this presentation. The information that we collect in all of these listing sessions is. Well, as the uh, various other engagement opportunities we have, and other outreach efforts that we're doing will help guide this process for Loudoun County. And most importantly, we hope you are excited about the future of Loudoun County transit and commuter services and will stay engaged throughout this process. Now, I'd like to introduce Lucas Mueller with Kimley horn. Our consultant on this project, who will give
2: the presentation. Uh, good evening. Uh, so I'm going to start by giving an overview uh, of the two plans that we will be, that we'll be addressing in this combined study. So the first one uh, relates to uh, transit services and most uh, specifically bus transit service uh, in Loudoun County. Uh, the new opening of the Silver Line extension is a great opportunity to rethink the future of of bus service and how transit interacts in Loudoun County. Currently, there are uh, local bus services uh, as well as paratransit service for persons uh, with seniors and persons with disabilities, uh, as well as Silver Line uh, bus service, which connects uh, to the new Silver Line stations. Uh, And additionally, commuter bus service uh, serving other destinations throughout Northern Virginia uh, and DC. We'll also be looking at uh, commuter services in Loudoun County, Um, you may be less uh, familiar with commuter services uh, than bus services, uh, but these are an equally important part of providing options for people to travel in non-single occupant vehicle modes. Uh, Currently, the County offers a variety of commuter services uh, in in partnership with regional entities uh, and other jurisdictions uh, offering ride matching uh, a program to help match people who may be looking for a carpool or a vanpool, uh, a guaranteed ride home program, which uh, is in partnership with Cog regional, uh, regional commuter connections programs that offers uh, financial assistance for rides home for transit users uh, in unexpected circumstances, as well as working a lot with employers uh, in Loudoun County uh, to make sure that the employees um, have available information and are um, and, and provided uh, the resources to be able to uh, travel uh, via a non-single-occupant mode if they so choose. As Penny mentioned, there are two plans that we will be doing as part of this combined effort. Um, the first is the transit strategic plan. Uh, this is required by the Virginia Department of Rail and Public Transportation, uh, and really intended to make sure that the transit service that is out there in the county is planned to meet community needs. Uh, it is sir, can serve both as a documentation and a uh, justification for funding services uh, or for funding uh, from the Virginia Department of Rail and Public Transfer, trans, Transportation. Uh, but it also serves as a blueprint for thinking about. Uh, the future of bus transit in Loud County, looking at things like what types of services, what areas might need more service or change service, uh, and identifying funding sources for those, uh, both at the local, state, regional level. The transit strategic plan uh, does replace the previous uh, transit development plan. This is a, a an evolution of that plan uh, and be refreshed uh, from. The one established four years ago. The commuter assistance program strategic plan is a similar type of document related to commuter assistance programs. This is also a requirement by the D- uh, Virginia Department of Rail and Public Transportation, um, and helps outline future strategies uh, to help promote the use of multimodal options. Uh, this document was previously uh, done uh, in 2016. And since then, a lot lot of things have changed, uh, both in terms of the county uh, growing a significant amount, um, people's travel patterns changing, COVID-19, have all impacted the way that people get around, uh, as well as technology. And so this plan will be assessing those changes and what is current and and anticipated in the future to develop a common-set strategies. So uh, it's a great opportunity to be able to do these plans together because they are so they are so linked. Um, You can run a great transit network, but if people don't know about it or don't know how to use it, uh, it will not be as successful. Um, So it it is an excellent uh, opportunity to do these together, uh, to evaluate the current program, uh, respond to changes uh, in travel user uh, user preferences to outline a set of future strategies. Uh, We understand that that new uh, elements like the Silver Line uh, extension create uh, new new travel patterns, new desires. We're already seeing uh, thousands of people board at at the new Metro Rail stations uh, traveling along the corridor. We certainly wanna build off of the existing policy that's established in the countywide transportation plan. Uh, and develop a set of goals and objectives that will specify uh, the, the specific roles uh, for transit and commuter services in meeting those larger uh, policies. And these, finally, will be the real uh, key planning documents uh, that do shape the trans- that shape the public transportation service uh, for the next for the years to come. Uh, Five year time frame for uh, commuter assistance programs and ten years for transit. This is about a a year long effort. Uh, From now, we've already begun our first phase of outreach and engagement. Uh, We're conducting in person meetings as well as this virtual session, which will be recorded and posted on the website. We have a live uh, survey, a public survey that's live. It's intended for you, whether you are a rider uh, or a non rider. Uh, We want to get your input both on transit uh, and commuter services. We have been conducting a one on one. Uh, board member listening sessions uh, and getting some really great feedback on perspectives at the district level, but also the broader county. Um, and we will um, be a meeting, we met with uh, the Transit Advisory Board, the TAB, we had a listening session with them, as well as convening a list of stakeholders, uh, a group of stakeholders to meet in the January timeframe, um, both of public and private entities, to advise us on this process. Uh, the next uh, main portion we will be coming back to the the public with is in the spring uh, to coincide with the may 2023 uh, plan transit summit where we will provide a summary of the existing conditions analysis as well as potential opportunities for uh, recommendations uh, in the meeting with uh, the stakeholder groups as well as and in addition to holding more uh, public uh, meetings We will take the input we get from that phase and and develop it into draft plans for um, that will be available for public comment and anticipated board adoption in november of 2023 so about a year from now so we have already um, begun some of our technical process um, as we conclude and in parallel to these um the outreach events we will be documenting feedback and summarizing some of the key themes that we heard Uh, we will be identifying a set of uh, goals for both uh, goals and objectives for both plans um, and how they can work together to improve mobility and quality of life in the county Um, we will be taking a look uh, under the hood going into the numbers and looking at Uh, the transit performance uh, looking at the existing routes and uh, seeing which ones performed well which ones could have some improvement uh, and making suggestions for those as well as diving into uh, demographic and travel pattern process okay Uh, it's going to talk a little bit about uh, our our upcoming meetings and our activities uh, for you
3: Thank you, Lucas. So as Lucas mentioned, we're right in the middle of doing all of the public engagement for this project. Yesterday, we had our first in-person listening session. This was held at the Government Center out in Leesburg. So that has been completed already. Tonight is our live virtual listening session. Um, So we appreciate you all attending today. And there are two other opportunities to to attend an in-person listening session. The next one is next Monday on December 5th. That's going to be at Woodgrove High School out in Percival. And then the following, um, following in-person listening session will be on Wednesday, next Wednesday, December 7th at the Briarwoods High School in Ashburn. Um, so we encourage those attending tonight's meeting if you have colleagues, neighbors, friends or family that would be interested in this, and they would like to come out to an in-person meeting, we would encourage them to come to the two that we have next week. And with that, we did wanna hear from um, our participants tonight. So we have a couple different options. I see that we have three different callers attending the meeting tonight. So one of the um, activities we were gonna do is a poll everywhere. So if you do have access to an additional internet browser, you can go to PollEV.com, or you can open the Poll Everywhere app. And when you get there, it will ask you to enter the name. And you'll put in Nick a 583 and click the Join button, After which is, um, you can kind of see on the screen here, this example. And then it's going to ask you to leave your name um, and click Continue. And we have just a couple polling questions, but because there's only a few of us, I'm going to ask Sean if she could make everybody a presenter tonight so we're able to unmute and have a dialogue with some of the questions that we are going to discuss. So with that, the first question that we have tonight is kind of a one-wish exercise if you got to pick one wish related to transit and commuting within Loudoun County. If you can improve one thing about bus service and commuting in Loudoun County, what would that one one wish be? So if you did, if you were able to join the poll EV, you can answer the question in there and we'll see the live answers come up here. But you also have the ability to come off mute if you'd like to share just what that one wish is. It may be something that we see, um, Faster trips, more electric buses. Things like expanded park or ride lots. Just one wish that you would have for Loudoun County as um, we're looking into the future of bus service and commuting, if you'd like to come off mute and share that with us tonight.
4: Hi. Um, I thought I'd just, I'll just come off mute. Um, I'm only dialed in. Unfortunately, I don't have uh, my screen up. I'm just listening by phone. Um, but I just thought I'd mention, I'm not really a, a transit user, so I was calling in to just get information because now we have a bus stop right at the um, corner of our neighborhood. And with the new metro station, I wanted to start to look into, you know, bus, bus options for getting around, uh, especially downtown.
3: Great.
1: So oh, caller, I, w- I would add in, uh, as you're looking to the bus service, uh, what would be your one wish for, for having, being able to use that service?
4: Um, gosh, I guess for ease of getting downtown without having to use your car, obviously. Um, and I, I guess like a, an easy place to go, um, you know, to find information on um you know the best route to take times um or even local routes um you know what's the best like an easy way to know exactly which bus and the time set the schedule it arrives and departs that kind of thing
0: sarah what's the number to call so that uh, this caller this participant can get that information because we every day we do provide that kind of information to callers
4: Right. I'm sorry. I Yeah. And you guys probably have much more, you know, involved or, you know, in-depth questions, I'm sure, that, that come your way. I, I really was just planning to kind of take in the information today.
0: <laughs> no, we're glad you're here.
4: Yes. Okay. Uh, you can always call our office
1: to answer, to get answers to those questions. And our customer service line is 703 771 If you didn't catch that, it's available on our website at loudon.gov slash transit. Uh, I'll also add uh, that we have shared our information with Google Maps and using their transit trip planning application. It does have our schedule information for how to get uh, between locations.
4: Okay. All right. Uh, One thing I, I was looking around um, the website. I don't know, maybe a few days ago, um, related to our new bus stop, and it looked like um, the one that that's near me in Sterling. Um, it only went downtown, I think, Monday through Friday. Is that pretty typical that there's not any weekend uh, trips? Currently, via bus? currently, currently, yes,
1: uh, we do just have a couple of routes that operate on Saturday at this point in time. But it sounds like perhaps weekend service might be another wish.
4: Yes, that might be a wish. That would be my wish if you want to document that one. That would be good.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> we, we have just so you're aware, we have a proposal that we're discussing with the county administrator about weekend service. We don't know where it will fall with all of the priorities <laughs> in the county, but
3: we're looking.
4: Okay.
3: Great. Thank you for that feedback. I wanted to see if any of our other callers um, wanted to share what, if they could improve one thing about bus service or commuting in Loudoun County, what their one wish would be. If no one else wants to share, we can go to the next question to see if maybe that... uh, prompt something in you that you'd like to share with us tonight that we can use as part of this process. Please don't
2: be shy.
3: All right, I will move to the next question that we wanted to discuss tonight, and this is related to destinations in Loudoun County that you feel could be well served or better served by transit. So, this could be an area, a very specific destination um if you would like to come off mute and share that with us if you have a specific destination in mind as a existing transit user or a potential transit and commuter service user
2: um,
4: well, it's me again. this is Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing um I live in eastern uh Loudoun right near the, the county line between Loudoun and Fairfax. And so um, I would be interested in destinations to Reston as well. And I, it seems like I might might need to maybe use the Fairfax County bus, like you'd have to transfer to a Fairfax County bus, I guess, to accomplish that or, I'm not sure. So there is a
1: Fairfax County service that, comes into the northeastern part of Loudoun County. And we also have a route through the Algonquian District that serves the rest sure. of town center. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, like approximately what street
4: would it be in Sterling? Um, let's see, I guess, uh, let's see, the uh, Church Road uh, near okay. uh, Sugarland and Church. It's a new bus stop. It just went up like a week or two ago. Okay, um, great. Near Frederick, that ended. Yes, okay, great.
1: Um, I can pull up a map real quick just for my own reference so I get the street name correctly. Hold on one moment. Yeah, I think
4: that's. So it's I like, believe it's.
1: The Fairfax Connector service has connections to Reston from Town Center Plaza, uh, where the Giant Food is.
4: Oh, the Sterling Town Center. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. and that goes to to Reston Town Center, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it, it goes exactly to Reston Town Center, um, but it, they do have connections into Reston, I believe.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm not hundred percent familiar with their routes. Okay, good to know. Another thing that I'll let our callers know is that if you do have questions about a specific route, I mentioned that our routes are shared with Google maps, but we have customer service. That will help you with your trip planning
4: questions. Oh, great. Okay. Thank you.
3: Any of our other callers or participants tonight wanna let us know of a destination they feel like could be well served or better served by transit? All right, with that, we'll move to our next question that we wanted to discuss tonight. Um, and this one, what we had originally was really prioritizing some different uh, investments in our transit resources. So we'll just ask you, where do you think the county should prioritize investments of its transit resources? So this could be, for example, new transit service. Um, this could be in new areas or more express services. It could be things like improved stops and park and ride amenities. It could be investing in more active mobility, so having more bicycle facilities and pedestrian accommodations. Um, it could be improved community education, as well as things like expanded or additional commuter uh, programs, having more incentives and ride matching. So I wasn't sure if anybody had thoughts on this of you know, where the county, based on the resources they had, where where would you like to see them prioritize investments of its transit resources?
4: Um, gosh, it's hard for me to really say at this point because I hardly use it. I don't use it. <laughs> um, but you mentioned uh, pedestrian access, and I guess like around me. Um, the sidewalks are not fully connected on exactly. that road um, on church. So, that would certainly be a consideration. You know, if you're wanting to walk to the bus stop and you have to walk in the grass, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um,
3: and I, I will say, Cindy, there is um, a survey that Penny mentioned at the beginning of our presentation tonight that is available online. At loudon.gov/transit strategic plans, and that is something that has similar questions to what we're talking about tonight. If you wanted to take a little bit just more time to think about Mm -hmm. some of you know just where different investments could be in transit resources, we would really love to hear from you because we'd love to hear from folks that are really considering using transit and commuter services um, and Mm -hmm. what your initial reaction would be of where you'd like to see those investments.
4: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'm writing down the um the various uh you know sites and phone numbers you're you're telling me. So. Okay. Great. I'll go back and take a look. Okay. Yeah, I think one of the things that I, just from my perspective, it seems like um I think a lot of it is just a matter of getting communication out, and um, not that you don't um I just you know just people being aware of what what's uh, available to them to, to take advantage of in terms of commuting and, and county services. And it's like, when you were talking and doing the initial intro, like, I didn't realize we had a, somebody mentioned, um, like, a guaranteed ride home. I mean, how nice is that if you're in an emergency? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I think uh, that communication is, that's really important.
3: And I think you're so right, Cindy, because I think that's something a lot of people that may deter them from wanting to use transit or other modes is that fear of what if there is an emergency. And it is a great resource that's provided a certain amount of times a year um, to residents to make sure that, yeah, if you have a child that gets sick and you need to get somewhere quickly, you can utilize that service.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful.
1: I I will add that it is a service you have to sign up for in advance.
4: Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, no, just good to know,
3: though, that it's there if you ever need it. Yep. Any of our other participants want to chime in of where you think the county should prioritize investments of their transit resources?
5: Uh, hi. Um, hi. I, yeah. Uh, I feel like one idea that like, they could, like, invest a lot into would be, like, more buses like I know that like every hour a bus comes by to like a bus stop I kind of wish it would be like more 30 minutes and it's like um, I feel like it would be like more enticing like for even me I-, I was actually thinking of using the bus like every now and then but then I would be like oh it passes by every hour and I just kind of like pass like uh, I was just thinking that like the bus like the buses could like stop at more places more frequently
3: Yep, so more frequent transit service is something you'd like to see um, prioritized. Yeah. Great. Thank you for sharing that.
1: If I and I could if I could just have a follow-up
3: question to that, um,
1: caller, is there a, a particular time of day that you're looking at that that frequency would be more useful?
5: Uh I'm not really sure, like usually maybe like because uh, I myself work and sometimes uh, I don't have people to pick me up and maybe like those times when like work ends, like maybe like five-ish or times like that or even maybe even after school, like those times would be really nice because okay. I live far away from my school and I always have to ask someone to drive me home. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for that information. Um, We've been looking at at services for for students. Um, It sounds like you may be a student in our school system here.
2: Thank you for that.
3: Any other um, callers on the phone care to chime in on this question? If not, we can move to the last sort of discussion topic we had tonight. All right, and this one's a little bit um, a little bit harder to just answer. Um, so what I'm going to try to do is read the question, and this is more of a preferences related to trade-offs when it comes to transit. So based on whoever would like to participate, would you rather see larger service area with less frequent service, so having longer wait times? Or would you rather have services concentrated in more densely populated areas with shorter wait times in select locations?
4: Um I guess for me I guess the, the more frequent trips in more populated areas just cuz that's where I live <laughs> just selfishly.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. The next one we had was a longer walk or travel to a more frequent bus or a shorter walk or travel to a less frequent bus.
4: I think for me, it would be a shorter walk to a less frequent bus, okay. just because walking can be a little challenging.
3: Absolutely. I think that's, that's
2: an interesting one where. Depends a lot, right, on what what the facilities are that are out there. It may be easier to walk if you have some nice sidewalks and it feels safe. But if yeah, not, then you really true. only want a short walk, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very
4: true. <laughs> yeah, and if you could sit down, like if there's a, a little
3: um, bus
4: stop cover area.
3: Yeah, absolutely what the what the transit amenities are like for uh for the wait for the bus service to come. Yeah. Anyone else want to chime in on that one? All right, All right we'll go to the next one. So a focus on peak period commute times or service spread throughout the day? I think spread throughout the day. Okay. Anyone else? All right, and the last sort of trade-off we had tonight was a focus on weekday service or service on weekdays and weekends. I would definitely vote for both. Anyone else want to provide their no input related to these trade-offs. Well, Cindy, we appreciate uh, your participation and kind of letting us know your thoughts on some of these. And I will say that was really the last of, um, of our polling questions and our sort of discussion we had tonight. I will encourage everyone that is on the call tonight, as I mentioned, if you go to loudon.gov slash transit strategic plans, uh, that's plural plans there you can find information related to the engagement that is occurring for this project as well as the link to the project survey um, which will continue to be open uh, into January so with that we wanted to maybe just see if there are any just general thoughts or questions before we close uh, and thank you all for coming tonight to see if anybody would like to just ask any questions or provide any additional input that maybe we didn't prompt in the questions we had discussed.
4: Nothing new for me. Um, I'll uh, mention uh, this and, and maybe uh, post something on our neighborhood site um, with the link to this so that you know folks can take a look at it in case they wanna chime in on the survey or or attend one of the future sessions.
3: That would be much appreciated. Thank
4: you for doing that.
1: Well, Absolutely. And uh, I, I would like to get a little bit of feedback. Like, how, how did you hear? Uh, how what? How did this tonight's meeting reach you? Did you get an email or? something? Uh, some yeah. I think
4: I, I think I saw it on. Um, my supervisor's Facebook page, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think Mr. Sainz had it posted there. If I remember. Um, yeah. So I thought, well, I had gotten home from work and I was in the kitchen just cooking, and I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just call in and listen. <laughs> Good. Wonderful.
1: Well, if there are um, no other comments to say, I just I'll close out the evening and say that we really appreciate your interest by tuning in tonight and by looking at this video online after the fact. Again, uh, some things we've covered already. This is a year long process. We are right now in round 1 phase 1. we'll have further. Interactions with the public with some recommendations. Uh, so look for that this spring. And then uh, we'll have the plan together for your full review uh, at the end of the summer into the fall uh, with the approval, hopefully uh, for consideration November, December of 2023. And I'll just state again uh, we have an open survey. That you can reach through the website loudon.gov transit strategic plans. Uh, again, if you have any questions about travel options in your area, we have customer service that are happy to help you. We can be reached through the internet, uh, email at transit at gov. or by phone 703 771 5665. And with that, thank you for joining and for sharing your ideas.
4: Thank you, you. I appreciate it. Talk to you later, bye. Bye.